Okay, Bruchem Abba'am, welcome everyone to a special Friday edition of our Shirim. Parshas Yisroi. Welcome everybody. We are, I want to share with you some uh, insights onto the Parsha. Firstly, Parshas Yisroi we always read in uh, the week of Tu Bishvat. And that means Parsha Yisroi is the Parsha that is read Shloishim Yoim Kaidem Purim, 30 days before Purim. And that is no coincidence because we know that Purim is Kabbalah Satoira. Purim is the, uh, Purim is the Yamtif of Kabbalah Satoira. So if Purim is the Yamtif of, uh, Kabbalah Satoira, so uh, we read Parshas Yisrael, which is 30 days before, as a hachana for Kabbalah Satira. So it's certainly significant that Yisrael is the parsha we read in preparation for the Yom Tif of Purim, Haba Aleinu Latoiva. Okay. I want to share with you an insight uh, from my brother on uh, Pashat Rashi in this week's parsha. The Pasuk says, Vayisaper Moshe L'choysinai. Moshe related to his father-in-law. So Rashi says, Why did, why did Moshe Rabbeinu tell over the story of Yitzhiya Snitzrayim to Yisroi? Rashi says, Lim shoich es liboy To draw his heart, to bring him closer to the Torah. So my dear brother, Rav Aaron David Gladstein, Shlita, he pointed out that, think about what Moshe Rabbeinu is doing. Rashi is saying that the reason why Moshe told the story to Yisroi is he wasn't fulfilling family obligation. It wasn't like, okay, he had a uh, his chayvos to have a conversation with his father-in-law. Moshe Rabbeinu was doing this to be makarev someone, for Kirov Rechaikim. So we see from here that even a God al-Hadar, even a Manag Yisrael, <clears throat> needs to take off time from his schedule for Kirov Rechaikim. But we see further because the Sifte Chachamim is bothered, the Sifte Chachamim comments that Rashi is bothered, that why is Moshe Rabbeinu telling Yisrael the story? Yisrael already knew the story. That's the opening Pasuk in this week's parsha. Vayishma So Yisrael already heard everything. So Rashi is troubled. If Yisrael heard everything, then why is Moshe Rabbeinu telling him the story? And Rashi answers, you're right, he knew it. He's telling him the story to be Makari of him. So the question is, how is this going to be Makari of him? He already knows the information. And the answer is, we see from here, that in order to bring someone closer, you don't need to tell them any chidushim. You don't need to tell them new insight. You don't need... To to tell them even something that they don't know, merely by taking out the time to share with another Jew. True Torah, even true Torah that the, that Jew may already know, but he may be overlooking, or maybe it wasn't presented in the right way, or just the fact that you cared enough to share it with him, that is a powerful technique to bring somebody closer to the Torah, and that was the technique that Moshe Rabbeinu used. Okay.
We all know the expression, Kal has is kashais. All beginnings are difficult. And we usually understand that to mean that if you're starting a project, the beginning is harder, is the hardest part. Once you're getting into the swing of things, but once you get into the swing of things, you sort of get used to it. In other words, let's say somebody uh, comes late to davening. Now, if you come late to davening, I'm sure you're a nice guy, but that means you don't really consider davening important. Because there's no way to start Shema Nasser with the Tzibor if you come late. There's no way to say all the words if you come late. So coming late to davening means you don't really care that much about it. You want to be, you want to be able to check off that you went, but it's not like it's important to you. So let's say, well, now the, the issue is you got to get up early. It's not easy to get up early. So we usually think, Kal has is kashois. It's only hard the first three days to get up, but once you got, once you started, you get the hang of it and you get used to it and it becomes a hergal. That is not what Rashi says, Kal has kashais. Rashi says, if you accept it upon yourself, then it will be sweet from here and on. You know what kalas chalos kashos means? It means being mekabalit on yourself is difficult. Not the first three times is difficult. The kabbalah, the commitment is difficult. The commitment is difficult. That's the real haschalah and the real difficulty is in the commitment. Now, it's interesting. On the pasuk of Vayisu Merafidim, Vayavayobnei Yisrael, El Sinai, Sarashi says, why does it have to say they traveled from Rafidim? We know they traveled from Rafidim. That was their last stop. So Rashi says, well, that just like they came to Midbar Sinai B'tshuva, they left Rafidim B'tshuva. So I have a question. How does Rashi know they came to Midbar Sinai B'tshuva? Where in the Torah does it say that Kal Yisrael did Shuva when they came to Midbar Sinai? It doesn't say that anywhere. It could be in Parag Yotes, Pasuk Vav, the Pasuk says, Viata. It says the Lashon and now. The word Viata usually means Tshuva. Ein Chazal tells us many times. Ein Viata Ela Tshuva Shenemar. Viata Pen Yishlach Yodoy Veyoychal Gami Pri Meetz Hachayim. So the fact that it says Viata maybe indicates that Kal Yisrael did Tshuva when they came to Har Sinai. It's also very interesting, you know, the Minog of Chasun and Kala is that they fast the day of their chuppah. What's the source of that? Why, why do they fast the day of their chuppah? So the Tajbeit, one of the Rishonim says, well, getting married is is uh, the that the very first marriage in history was Kabbalah Satoira. Kabbalah Satoira was a, akin to a marriage. And just like Kala Yisrael fasted uh, before the Torah was given, so too... A chassan and kala should fast before their chuppah. So the question is, what source is there that the Jewish people fasted before Hashem gave us the Torah? Does it say in this week's parsha that Klal Yisrael fasted 
before the Kabbalah Hatayra. It doesn't say that. Well, if you interpret that Va'ata is a Lashon of Teshuva, so maybe in fact this would indicate that before Kabbalah Satara there was some type of process of Teshuva even with uh, Atanas. Now, Rashi in Parak Yotas Pasukhas is troubled that it says Vayoshev Moshe as Amel Hashem that Moshe Rabbeinu reported to Hashem what Klal Yisrael responded. So Rashi says, does Moshe have to respond to Hashem what Klal Yisrael responded? Hashem knows everything. Why would Moshe Rabbeinu have to report back to Hashem? So Rashi says, the Torah is teaching us Derecheretz from Moshe Rabbeinu. That Derecheretz Kadma Torah. Derecheretz precedes the Torah. Derecheretz precedes the Torah. Derecheretz precedes the Torah. I have one simple question. There are many places in the Torah that the Torah could teach me the lesson of the importance of Derecheretz. Why does the Torah choose this location to teach me Derecheretz? And the answer is very simple. Derecheretz kadma la Torah. Before we could be Makabal the Torah on Har Sinai with the Luchais, this is the most appropriate location for the Torah to teach Derecheretz. What could be a more appropriate location to teach Derecheretz than right before the Torah was given? You know, there's a, a beautiful idea by Rav David Libowitz, Zechazag Racha, the father of our Rashi Rav Henach Libowitz. If you look at Masechta Yivamais, Masechta Yivamais, before the Gemara starts discussing the Lamdus of the Masechta, of Asidoy Chaloy and Hutra and Hudcha and Saras Erva, there's a lengthy discussion as to the order of the 15 Arayos in the Mishnah. It's a very, very long discussion. What's the reason for this order? How do we, there are 15 Arayos mentioned in the Mishnah, how do we explain this order? And Sir Abdullah Leibowitz explained that this is the first order of business. Before you could learn Torah, and get into the lumdus of something. And before you could get involved in the, before you could get involved even in understanding the process of Torah, you need to have seder. You need to have order. You need to be organized. Organization is just a basic human character, a characteristic and, and mida toiva, which is necessary in order to Function. So even before Masechta Yivamas begins to tell you about the lambdas of the Masechta, Masechta Yivamas teaches you Darecheretz Kadmala Torah. Okay, one final idea. The end of the parasha, Hashem says, B'chol ha-makoy m'asher azkir ha-shemi avoy e'lechu ve'rechticha. In any place that I, that I mention my name, I will come and bless you. Why is this Pasuk, why does this Pasuk appear after Kabbal Satayra? So you could say as follows. We know the Torah was given through the name of Hashem. The Avudraham says that Kel Adoin, in Kel Adoin, you have ten words. Kel Adoin, followed by seventy-two words, followed by twelve words. And the the reason for that is 
Hashem gave the Aseris Hadibrais with his 72 letter name to the 12 Shvatim. Some say that's the reason why Shabbos morning we say, when we put back the Sefer Torah, Mizmar Ladavid Havu Lashem Bnei Elim, instead of Ladavid Mizmar, because in that parak it mentions Hashem's name 18 times. There are four letters of Hashem's name. So that's connected the 72 letter name of Hashem with which he gave us the Torah. So, in, in fact, the remez that Hashem gave us the Torah with the 72 letter name is the Pasuk, Hine Anoichi Ba'ilecha Be'av He'anan. Av is 72. Now, when God gave us the Torah, it came along with tremendous Shefa of Bracha. So now Hashem is saying, like a Hemshech of Matan Torah, not only when I gave you the Torah with my 72 letter name, is that a cause of Bracha? But any time that my name is mentioned, any time you learn Torah, which is the name of Hashem, any time God's name is mentioned, I will come and I will bless you just like I did when I gave you the Torah. Okay, now I want to share some uh, questions with you. Okay, next segment.